Hello and welcome. We are on the Revival Road with Evangelist Chance Walters. If you're new to the podcast, each week we will upload a new message taken from one of our ministry opportunities from all over the world. Our prayer is that the Word of God would challenge you and change you, conforming you into the image of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. For more information, to give or to send in prayer requests, go to our website at www.chancewalters.org. And now, here is Evangelist Chance Walters. We hope you enjoy the program. Luke chapter 3, verse 15. Now, as the people were in expectation, they were all wondering in their hearts if John the Baptist might possibly be the Messiah. But John answered and said to them all, I indeed baptize you with water. But one mightier than I is coming, whose sandal straps I am not worthy to loose. And he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. I want you to see that the key to verse 16 taking place, the baptism of the Holy Spirit and fire, is found in verse 15 taking place. Now the people were in expectation. And today I want to talk to you about this power. The power of expectation. Because the Old Testament ends in the book of Malachi, and then there were 400 years of silence. No prophets, no word from the Lord, no moves of God, no revival, just silence, nothing, zilch, nada. And then John the Baptist shows up on the scene and he's preaching a message of repentance out in the wilderness. And God begins to move, but the Bible gives us a clue to the atmosphere in which the Holy Spirit is poured out in. And the clue is the people were in expectation. One translation says that the people were on their tiptoes in expectation. And I want to say today, it's tiptoe time. It's tiptoe time. We need to understand that if God is going to do something, He's looking for people who have anticipation, expectation. For the eyes of the Lord look to and fro throughout the earth, and He's looking for somebody who is fully dedicated unto Him. See, friends, we need to pray with expectation, worship with expectation, give with expectation. We need to get out of bed and go to work with an expectation that God is going to move, that He's going to do signs, miracles, wonders, that He wants to do what He said He will do. We have to believe the Bible Come on, somebody. Colossians chapter 2, verse 14 says that Jesus canceled out the requirements that were written against us, and He has taken them out of the way, nailing them to the cross. 
And with this in mind, I want to announce to you today that there is nothing standing between you and your miracle. Whatever it was, Jesus nailed it to the cross. And now the window of heaven is open over your house. And He wants to pour out a blessing on you so much that you cannot contain it. If you believe it, say, I receive it. I don't know about you, but I'm expecting God to do something big. We have to believe that He wants to heal our bodies. We have to believe that He wants to give us a breakthrough in our bank account. He wants to restore our marriages. He wants to set the captive free. He wants to deliver the world from anxiety, depression, fear, doubt, unbelief. See, it's tiptoe time this holiday season. I believe that with my whole heart. I'm in Rio de Janeiro right now, and I've been watching surfers on the beach. And I've been thinking about um, this term, um, this terminology that they call hang ten. And when a surfer hangs ten, it means that the wave was so big that the pressure that comes up behind the surfboard, the exertion um, of the wave, causes them um, to almost fall. And so if they don't want to fall, what they have to do is they have to run to the front of the surfboard and they have to hang their ten toes over the front of the board. It's called hang ten. And I want to say that the surfboard... Um, is like the Bible. <laughs> the Bible allows us to float on top of what is trying to make us fall. And I, I want to say that many times in life that the pressure of the world, the exertion of our problems come up behind us. And what we have to do is we have to run to the foot of the cross. We have to run and we have to hang ten. See, we can't give up. We can't back down. We can't turn around. The devil wants us to fall off of the Word of God. But today, the Word of the Lord says that we can float and we can have faith and we can be set free. And I know many of you are facing giants in your life right now. You've defeated the lion and you've defeated the bear. But I want you to know that that you will win the war. Your Goliath will fall if you will lift up the name of Jesus in expectation because this scares satan what does i'm telling you there's something that messes with satan more than anything else first john 3 2 says it this way it does not yet appear who you will be it does not yet appear what you can be. What makes Satan shake in his shoes? The thought of you getting a revelation of who God is and who you can be according to his plan and purposes. And I've been thinking about this lately. The devil is not afraid of my past. He's not afraid of my stuff. 
But apparently, by the way he has been attacking us, he's afraid of our future. Obviously, it hasn't appeared yet, but the thought of our future scares him to death. And this reality makes me want to stand up and fight. Come on, it's time for us to get on our tiptoes and praise the Lord because our greatest weapon of warfare is worshiping God with great expectation. See, your greatest miracles are not behind you. They're before you. Don't look back. I know you've had some bumps in the road, but the pathway of the righteous doesn't grow darker and darker. It grows brighter and brighter. And it does not yet appear. See, God is doing something. He's moving. He's working behind the scenes and no eye has seen, no ear has heard, nor entered into the heart of a man the plans that God has for those who love Him. God loves you, friend. I just... I just feel my toes wiggling in my shoes. I feel like dancing. I believe what I'm preaching here today, but we have to have this power of expectation in our hearts if we are going to move forward in faith. See, God wants to do it. The question is, are you expecting Him to do it. See, my wife is expecting our fourth baby this coming February. And that baby is growing in her belly. And I'm telling you, it's a miracle. And the baby is is beautiful in the sight of the Lord. He's coming. He's coming. I'm looking for him to appear. <laughs> He's coming. And I want to tell you today, that your miracle is coming. God is coming. In fact, Jesus is coming back soon. The Bible says, Unto them that look for Him, He shall appear. He's coming. I don't know when He's coming, but He's literally coming back. But I want to say that He's also coming in your situation. Unto them that look for Him, He shall appear. I'm expecting Him to come. I'm expecting a divine visitation. I'm expecting demonstrations, revelations, impartations. I'm expecting God to come exceedingly and abundantly more than I could ever ask or think. See, I'm expecting Jesus to pour out His Spirit. How about you? When I was a kid, I loved the game show, The Price is Right, with Bob Barker. During the summer, I would watch it with my mom. We would have lunch. I just loved this show. I loved the games. I loved the spinning of the wheel. But the most, um, I guess, exciting part of the game show was at the beginning when they would call people's names. The announcer would come and they would pull a name out of a hat. John Doe, come on down. And they would get out of their seat. They would scream, dance, and shout. And they hadn't even won anything yet. No money, no car. This was just the chance for them to win. 
And what am I saying? How much more should we as sons and daughters of the King, how much more should we get out of our seat and get excited that our names are written in the Lamb's book of life, that we have been chosen as recipients of His divine love and grace. What am I saying? There's a chance. Today may be your day. In fact, you've got more than a chance. You have a God, and His name is Jesus Christ. You've got, you've got a grand opportunity to experience his presence, His power, His peace, and His provision in your life. My name is Chance. How are you doing? <laughs> My name means something is about to happen. There's a chance. Something is about to happen. This is the power of expectation. And we see this principle all through the Bible. I'm reminded of the man that lay by the gate beautiful. It was an ugly situation in a beautiful place. And I call that church. This man had a problem. You've got problems. The world is facing problems. And we need God to show up and show off. And this man was sitting by the gate day after day. But one day, Simon, Peter, and John was going to pray. And the Bible says that the lame man gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. And I want to say that if you will give God your attention, He will exceed your expectation. See, this man was looking for money, but what he needed was a miracle. And God met him there that day. And he stood to his feet and he walked into the temple, shouting, dancing, and praising God. This man got what he was looking for. And I don't know what you're looking for today, but God has his eye on you. You just have to raise your level of expectation because with the twinkle of an eye, God can change your life. He can change your marriage. He can change your destiny. He can change the way you think. He can change the way you worship. But do you come for a charge or do you come for a change? Come on, somebody. I love a good charge, but I love it when God changes my situation. And this is what He wants to do for you today. In conclusion, Luke 3.15 says, The people were in expectation. See, Jesus is God the Father's gift to you for eternal life. But the Holy Spirit is a gift from Jesus to empower you for this life. What does this mean? It means that the Holy Spirit is attracted to you. You're attractive 
to God. He created you in His image. And the Holy Spirit wants to do these five things. He wants to invade you. He wants to envelop you. He wants to instruct you. He wants to impress you. He wants to indwell you. See, He wants to invade you. This is a military term. He wants to come like a mighty rushing wind. Then He wants to envelop you. Ephesians 1.13 says that you are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. It's like that Jesus puts you in an envelope. He invades you internally and then He envelops you externally. And then He seals you. It's like an envelope. He seals you so that no devil in hell can destroy you. And then the mailman delivers you. Come on, He delivers you from darkness, depression, overeating, <laughs> alcoholism. He delivers you from gossip and fear. And then in John 14, 26, the Bible says that He wants to guide you, instruct you, lead you down pathways of righteousness for His name's sake. And then He will impress you. He wants to speak to you. See, His hands on your hands. You'll have impressions of things that you're supposed to do. And then my favorite is He wants to indwell you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Who wants these five things to happen in their heart? I don't know about you. I do. And I want to get on my tiptoes this holiday season because Jesus Christ is coming to town. He's so much better than Santa Claus and He wants to give you good, good gifts. But the question is, are you expecting Him to do what He said He wants to do? Somebody say, I'm expecting. Somebody else say, I'm ready. I don't know about you, but I am anticipating the soon coming King this Christmas 2020. Heavenly Father, I pray a blessing on every person listening to this podcast. From the top of their head to the tips of their toes, I pray that you would bless them, that you would keep them, that your face would shine upon them, that you would give them favor. Favor is when other people think about you. It's favor. God impresses you on the minds of other people. Favor. You have favor with God and you have favor with man. And I pray, God, that you would give them grace abundantly, both now and forever. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. This program was made possible by the generous partners and friends of Chance Walters Ministries International. Until next time, we are on the Revival Road. For more information, Download our free ministry app or go to our website at www.chancewalters.org. Indeed, the best is yet to come.